You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. I see a red door, and I want it painted black! Uh. Pogues, it's good to be here! Woo! I can't believe you would go straight into that. <laughs> yes, this episode is, is, is not directed by Zack Snyder, but clearly influenced by Zack Snyder. <laughs> well, this, this movie was clearly influenced by a bunch of other movies, and it was just like, we don't have to write our own movie, right? We can just cut out parts from other movies and then like paste them together, and that'll make right. a movie. To, to, to match the content of the uh, review we're doing today on, uh, on Black Adam, uh, this episode will be draped in sort of like a mesh of black shadows um uh, uh inerting any color and then we will be i'll be doing needle drops throughout it <laughs> yeah. of songs i liked when i was 14 yeah it yeah the the, the song the music choices in this movie were v- like so confusing i could not figure out yeah. like the first one they play is despite all my rage i'm still just a rat in a cage by uh smashing pumpkins yeah i mean and that made me think the movie took place in the past i was like oh that's how they're going to explain why black adam and the the, like the other superheroes aren't around because this takes place in the 90s and then no it it, it's taking place right now and then later they play painted black and uh, baby come back and then some hip-hop song at the end (laughs) painted black a hip-hop song yeah it's oh no no sorry it wasn't a hip-hop song of any kind it's uh it's (laughs) I believe it's called Power by a little a little man you may have heard of called Kanye West. Oh no, is it? Who who is just one of my favorite artists? Someone that I spend every day trying to uh, trying to emulate. Now let that, me just Google him. I'm just, let me just Google him real quick bizarre, and see what he's up to. Because this movie I mean, just came me, out. They had they, they <laughs> had plenty of time to change that song. He's been crazy for like three months. Let me just go ahead and check what Kanye's up to. Oh. Oh no! Well, that can't be exactly what he said. Oh no, it is exactly what he said. Well, it's worse. Sh- surely he corrected himself. He doubled down. <laughs> oh Did no! Did he have just a post that was just a swastika? Oh, oh no! Well, at least Elon gave him another shot. Oh, he's out of there too. Ah oh, shit! Well, ah oh, dang. Well, I guess I guess we'll just go ahead and put his song at the climax. I did, I did not even pay attention. I was just like, this is... I, my thought was, when it came on... It's the song playing during Black Adam's Redemption. Yeah. So, well, whoa! The thing that got me was, like, it came on, and I was like, oh, Paint It Black must have been really expensive, because this is, like, a shit song. Like, this is not... You know what I mean? Like, I just figured it was, like, some real garbage hip-hop, like, guy who hadn't been famous in years, or had, like, a... Because I was like, this is terrible. It, it's a dumb song. It has no lyrics. And it wasn't even, like, a good rap song, so I was just like, this is really bad. I didn't look to see that it was Kanye. That would have explained a lot. Uh, yeah, th- this movie was, I don't know. It was just uh, so all over the place. It was really weird. Whew. I mean, uh, no one man should have all that power. And by one man, I mean Hitler, apparently, Kanye. So that's that's just great. I could not shake that for the entire fucking black adam's back and this movie this movie like to sum it up (laughs) in a way is someone said let's write a movie where we try and question the boundaries um and morality uh uh the, the the moral limits of what makes one a hero versus a villain interesting 
Interesting. Okay. Who is the ultimate uh, bad guy we're going to fight? Literal demon. Liter- literal demon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you wanted to cover a gray area, but your villain is the walking dead and a demon. <laughs> what, like, what's really weird is, like, the, and this was a problem, is, as, as Ben pointed out, most of, like, Hawkman's dialogue is they keep saying hero as if, like, it's an occupation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as if there's, like, a, dis- a, a discernible set of things yeah. that make you a hero. As in, like, you can get a job as a hero or a villain. And it requires... And he keeps right. saying stuff that doesn't make any sense. Because this is supposed to take place in the DCU universe. And at one point, Hawkeye's like, heroes don't kill. Every DC superhero kills people. Yeah. And uh-huh. every yep. movie they've been in, they kill at least five people, if not more. And not just... That's in fights collateral damage the dcu that's where i think like the people who run the dceu that's like what gets their dick hard it's just being like yeah. ooh, make sure this, this fight would kill conservatively fifty thousand people uh uh who are just trying to go about their day you know they're just feeding their kids and i want a superman to fly through and just kill them yeah hawkman uh, hawkman say sorry <laughs> i mean it's hard to, it's hard to say his name i mean i know it's the comic book no, character's name it's, but it's a rough name it's, it's really difficult because Hawkman is the hero. Hawkman is like my dentist. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's this cool guy who like fixes my cat. Daniel Hawkman works on my, yeah. uh, my cat. He, he overrepresents you if somebody rear ends you. <laughs> Daniel Hawkman's the guy like your sister dates for a yeah. while. And you're just like, yeah. I don't really like him. I think she could do better. I knew Hawkman in high school. He was an okay guy. Um, but Hawkman. Yeah, Hawkman says heroes don't kill after their group essentially try showed up to to see a character that they have not met before do not know the the the, the purpose of morality of and said kneel or die <laughs> yes oh my god that guy um, so they introduce all these characters and we'll get to that in a second yeah sure, sure sure but as they approach black adam they're like what's the plan and dr fate goes well hopefully peaceful negotiations the first line that dr fate says to him is and i like i quote is you know we can't let you leave or you're you're not meant to be here so your options are kneel or die that is not a peaceful negotiation that's 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 an outright threat that any person would then deem like his response is just self-defense you told him his only option is to become a slave and do whatever you say or you're gonna murder him like anything he does after that is justified my opinion like you know what I mean? If somebody said yeah. that to you, you have every right to punch him right in the face. And and not a police force. A bunch of fucking costumed goons just sort of appear. He doesn't even know what society is Well, yet. but I also think, you know, <laughs> what also makes this great is who sends uh, these guys to go yeah. and, and deal um, with? Who is it? Aman- Amanda Waller. Oh, Amanda Perhaps. Waller's never proven to be per- the bad guy of the DC universe, which is like part of her character in the comics and in the movies is she's the bad guy. Of, she's not good. None of this, none of this setup makes any sense. Like just to set some of the, the correct boundaries of this storyline. Uh, 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 I almost want to call it Kandahar because it's a real place that they were clearly trying to, but it's like Kandak. Is that it? Yeah, Kandak, I think. Yeah. Uh, Kandak is, is, well, it feels really, like it's supposed to be Egypt, but they felt like that might confusing. be like, they couldn't get the permits to use it's the, like, the, the, yeah. the pyramids or something. 
it's 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 kind of like any country in the Call of Duty game where it's like they're like this it's, is yeah some... it's, it's Middle Eastern the buildings are too close together it's it's Middle Eastistan and we can't say what it is they're all driving vehicles from the seventies and they're yeah, listening yeah. to music from the seventies because for some reason they just don't have the internet I don't understand like yeah. I never I've never understood why in those things they're like oh they still think it's seventies in the United States it's like <laughs> yeah. why would they think it's any time in the United States like if they have our culture why wouldn't it be up to date Kandak is is imperially uh, 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 oppressed. It is under the boot heel of a modern uh, uh, like tyrant of, of a mercenary the, yeah, group. Now what they're is, they're under is, is an international is, group of criminals who have taken the name Intergang. That's one of the, the worst, best DC one could come of up the with. worst naming conventions. So they're bad. They're they're criminals and they're international. What about I Intergang. don't know. <laughs> Criminals Without Borders. Too dumb. Intergang? Done. It's just, like, when she said that it, with a straight face, I was like, you've got... Nobody on set was like, this sounds fucking stupid. And also, they never... There's no head of Intergang, really. They seem to be helping the guy who, you know, that, that double cross, who saw that one coming and said no one in the audience. No one has named their, their criminal organization any more stupid since the real life mafia group named themselves murder incorporated no one has quite which in their defense that they dumb. killed a lot of people <laughs> yeah. and they had like some business papers um but yeah this like they are they are absolutely they're not like a a neighboring nation well they they is, appear to be a group of international criminals who yeah. have a standing army which they're seems standing like standing militia <laughs> yeah and they were I guess they're digging up it, that but rock, to be clear, the magic rock, but they don't seem to be selling it. They just seem to be using it to make weapons to continue to oppress the group of people they've already I have oppressed. So many, I have so many things to get mad about, and I, I'm almost spinning with how mad I am about all of them. Because just to cover a bunch of things real quick, it's not like a, a general has taken over the country in a coup, as far as we understand. It's not that a neighboring country and this country are dealing with a territorial dispute, like in Jerusalem or something. It's just literally, we are crime gang. We take country illegally. And Hawkman shows up to defend them. That is that is what we get for the movie. And then Hawkman's argument is, it's the right thing? And then end of conversation? That's as deep as the movie well, is willing the, the to go with a conversation is, about is this subject. Black Adam isn't a hero. Now... Here's what they have, which don't explain how this happened. So sh they go in to get this crown, which has a bunch of demons in it, which, sure. okay. Uh, she finds the, the the grave of Black Adam, whose name is Teth Adam, which for some reason that sounds stupid, but Black Adam sounds way better. Like, why is his name Adam? I just don't get it. But anyways, like, why does he have like a really cool sounding kind of Egyptian first name and then just like a super generic like a uh, guy name at the end like oh this is emotep jones uh but anyways she's down in there she steals the crown intergang shows up with and and they've kidnapped her friend uh ishmael right or is, is that his name i think it's ishmael. Uh, ishmael yeah who uh one of their friends disappears and she says where did he go and he says oh he's claustrophobic and needed some fresh air and then makes a face that says i definitely just had him killed and she's like oh okay that nope that makes sense he didn't bring up his claustrophobia when i mentioned we were going into a cave that never came up so you know the big twist when he turns out to be evil but 
she steals the crown and intergang starts shooting at her and the guy yell they're like head of the like strike team that intergang has goes don't hit the crown it's made of like magic metal and is full of demons what the hell's gonna happen like that's their excuse for I why have... they stop shooting at her it's like what why would that matter it's not gonna do anything and then they she releases uh the demon to keep them from killing her brother or she releases black adam, black adam. who then proceeds to kill these guys because they inst- they start shooting him I guess he does electrocute that one guy to death for no reason. But, and so they all start shooting at him, which they never stop shooting at him. It, it, it has no effect. He's not even, like, staggered. And they keep reloading and firing. You would think after, like, the yeah, second I don't, clip, you'd be like, maybe I should just I don't run get away. This. <laughs> I don't get this. If you're, you know, if you're, in, if you're in a combat situation and you're shooting at, like, a lady running away, sure, yeah, I have the upper hand. And then if suddenly a tank comes through the wall, you leave or you or you, if you go like three times away. and see the bullets bounce off you're like oh that Uh-oh. my gun's not gonna work i should go not you don't maybe you don't I need reload, to reload come out of cover and walk at the tank firing more and thinking surely one of these will work so <laughs> so he kills them and saves the woman uh from an explosion like rocks are gonna fall on her and he saves her she leaves with her brother he then flies outside where Intergang is called for reinforcements. And again, again, they have the reinforcements of like the Soviet An international Union. cartel that kills again, and oppresses for business. This is like akin to like the people who get like blood diamonds having like Harrier yeah. jets just for some reason. <laughs> like they're just sitting there waiting in case something happens. But so they come out and they start shooting at him. And he defends himself. Somehow there's a newscast of this. I don't know, like, later they show... Yeah. And I was like, where was the cameraman in the middle of the desert? Who knows? But they watch that, and they determine that Black Adam is in the wrong there. Yeah. Keep in mm-hmm. mind, everyone seems to be aware that their country is currently being controlled by a, a criminal organization called Intergang. And those were their men who were being killed. Why would you assume... Black Adam is the bad guy, and you're like, well, those intergang guys were probably just coming it to is safeguard the. Basis, the... It's it is the so basis dumb. of every second that follows this movie, which is way too many seconds. I'll point out, it's like two and a half fucking hours, and not one seeks to to, to explain that. Nor does it, it help to explain the fact that later on, when the um the woman who's leading the revolt against intergang confronts the Justice Society, a, 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 an organization she's never heard of. And it says, why have you not come here before? Yeah, because they show up and say, we're here to protect international civilians. She's like, well, why didn't you come when they took over our country? And they're yeah. like, well, we're here now. We got to deal with Black Adam. It's like, well, shouldn't you address her question? Which is, why do you not care about a criminal organization? But this one dude be- has gotten you all hot and bothered. You certainly don't expect Hawkman to, you know, break down the political complexities there in the moment as they're in the middle of a conflict. But you'd think the movie might readdress it. Well, what, you it mean during like the next 30 minutes they're together having conversations about the, things? The next hour of exposition. But let me not even get too worked up about the fact that this is just not Wakanda, and they're harvesting something that, I I swear to God, is it, I, yeah. I, I, I You mean a magic ore that can do whatever it needs to do in the moment? I created a fucking list here of movie cliches. Oh, yeah. Specifically, like, science fiction superhero movie cliches that this movie should be shamed in public for and this, this and movie is just paint by numbers the top of it is most certainly inventing a new mineral with with unclear magical powers that you name something so fucking stupid that i i, can't I don't even remember what it was called cont- 
Ethereum? Oh, that's... Yeah, I guess it just sounds like a cryptocurrency. I mean, it's not the worst. <laughs> Let's be clear here. It's not unobtainium, which I say hilariously, yes. not as a joke, but it's a very real thing. Jesus, fuck me. Uh, yeah, and then there's that. I mean, between between unclear power levels, science magic MacGuffin, too many characters and subplots, too long of an origin story development, a plot that is reactive to events rather than proactive to objectives, <laughs> yes. unsuccessful attempts at comedies, sickly, cheesy, poppy, pop music choices that do not fit, and then are repeated 12 times. I mean, it is... What They also it, have, like, a chubby guy like, who you know is going to be comedy relief. Do they blend Zack Snyder in a blender into a computer and have well, this like, an just, AI write this? This like, feels, it's, though... It's absurd. This feels like every property... Like, like I said, it feels like DC was like, here's 12 movies that we like. Make that movie. And they're like, well, oh these are God. different movies. Like, they're not they're not all like, you didn't just give me, like, three Batman movies. And you're like, make one like that. You gave me, like, Batman and then, like, Christmas with the Cranks. And you want me to make them into one movie. It's, so it's like, it, it the when the Justice Society shows up, it becomes an entirely different movie in which you just introduce all these characters as if they're the stars of this movie. And then and they have their own. So, like, when we're introduced to the people in, what would we say it was called? Kondak? Uh, yeah. You get, like, the woman who, this is, this is, like, a classic in science fiction and fantasy, is, like, a woman with a son who is willing to die to do something, but then later will make a dumb choice just to save her son. She was willing to die, but her son, it's like, it never makes any sense. It's like, you were willing to orphan this kid, but now it's like, I can either let the world end or save my son. It's like, he's going to die when the world ends. Like, nobody would make that choice. But anyways, she's there. There's the guy who's so clearly going to betray them. Uh, there's her chubby brother, who's obviously comedy relief. Then when they introduce Justice Society... There's like the hip smart young girl. Uh, can't get over it. And then there's the like the young naive comedy relief. It's like you guys already did this. There's already a character for that in the movie. You can't just keep adding them and be like it'll work the second time too. And this movie I, this movie's attempts at comedy not only fall flat, I think half the time the actors are unaware what they're saying was meant to be a joke. Yeah. It seems only that the way. brother seems to be trying to do jokes. The guy who plays Adam Smasher is just trying to do a mix of Tom Holland and Ezra Miller before he became like a deranged psycho. It, it's like so bad. I, I I think that the other thing that 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 deeply confuses me about every inch of this movie is that when the Justice Society shows up, I I almost like got up and started pacing around because I know the movies have to, you know, introduce you to concepts to get themselves going, but we spent like forty five straight minutes like watching like the first i think honestly the first 36 minutes take place entirely in ancient can like like candy yeah there there is it's a easily huge 15 of the minutes of not we like hold, not like a flashback yeah just straight exposition just stri- as if like the entire cuz it was like when like the, the opening of the mummy yeah exactly i wrote that i was like this is like the opening to the yeah. mummy if it was 5 times if, longer than if, it needed yeah, to be yeah if you quadrupled the length and then then we start seeing some like and then we cut to this like woman and her whole attempt to to find like the peace and like it's just it's so much non-black adam until he shows up and then that's fine because we're gonna learn about him kind of progressively throughout the movie um and learn an actual a true origin kind of like after a sort of a fake out origin 
um, which is all fine. But but then the Justice Society just sort of shows up in the like Justice Society shows up in a Suicide Squad style opening in which they introduce each person individually and explain their background. I wrote Suicide Squad intro too. Yeah, I mean it is it's, the, it's insane. It it, it, it it you know how PowerPoint has templates that it defaults to. I feel like someone like there's there's now just like superhero script templates like no there's Clippy DC pops movie template yeah, which is like a bad scripts. Clippy pops up and says, "It seems you're writing a DC EU movie. Do you want an an over narration that just summarizes their characters, and then that will be the summation of the character development they will get for the entire movie? Or would you prefer like, we have somebody open an email with QuickTime events in it to show you superheroes <laughs> with a logo? Like honestly, this movie starts saying like, "Hey, here's Cyclone. She's a super genius with nanobots, and also she spins fast like Storm. Anyway, that's it." Well, She'll then, do nothing else for the movie. Then, then there is this uh, when they're doing the opening, they introduce uh, Adam Smasher, who uh, his uncle it was the original Adam Smasher, who's played in a weird cameo by uh, the Fonz, Henry Winkler. Don't get that at all. I was like, boy, what, and what a waste of the Fonz. But yeah. he says he inherited his uncle's powers. That's not how things work. Either that guy's uncle fucked his mom. <laughs> Or so, you don't you can't inherit something from your uncle. That's not really how it works. Yeah, there's I I have deep, deep, deep questions. Yeah, I wrote that. down. I was like, are we gonna find out this dude fucked that his uncle fucked his mom? Because <laughs> I was like, that's the only way this makes sense. But like the openings are really dumb, and then they introduce you know like they're like oh, and then I'm bringing in you know blah 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 because you know he has godlike powers and it's like okay well if he literally has godlike powers how does he lose i understand black adam's strong but the word godlike means like a god oh don't worry impervious to heart. he just has metaphysical cosmic powers that exceed our understanding of magic and science as well as the ability to see the future um yeah. does that help him <laughs> appears, no, he uh, actually never not. Really uses like you would think being able to see in the future, he would like see moments into the future, no, like right. that movie. Next. As always, as always, this must be super cryptic, super duper cryptic. I, I then, will say too, he was the only one. I was like, ah, oh, they should make a Doctor Fate movie, and then they kill him at the end. I was like, God damn it, you killed the only one I wanted to see yeah. again. Every, everyone said that in all their reviews. Was like, I was really interested in seeing more Pierce Brosnan because and Pierce Brosnan does a good job. He bears something really. Oh, a it's Pierce Brosnan. He rules. But he brings something really interesting, which is sort of this old weathered superhero who who has like almost a Doctor Manhattan thing, Doctor Strange yeah, he, thing. He, the helmets made him live longer than he should have, so he's been alive he's, for like over a hundred right. years. So his perspective is really interesting. And in fact, if you're going to do a movie about the complexities of uh, good and evil and morality and how one must cross lines to 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 do good uh, or potentially go too far in the pursuit of good or have a wrong concept of what good is. He seems like a great vessel for that. Um, he chills this whole movie. <laughs> he feels like Pierce Brosnan like signed on and then got the script and was like, I can't back out of this contract, can I? Because in some scenes, like at one point, he's just like, I'm just going to sit down. I feel like he was supposed to do something in that scene, and that was him telling the director, like, I'm not going to be involved in this. This is really dumb. But like the other thing that's really bad about him is, like I said, at the end, he dies. Here's how he dies. He sees into the future and sees that Hawkman will die <clears throat> and then he chooses the only course in which they can win and Hawkman can live. Does that sound familiar? Because it's literally the fucking plot to Endgame. 
Doctor Strange sees that the only way they can win is for them all to die. <laughs> and then the, the, the people who survive will eventually fix it. That is the... I'm like, come on, guys. You took... Don't rip off now, the most famous comic book movie and steal that plot line and do it worse. Because it's not even on, like, a grand scale. He just saves one guy. And I feel like, had he not put up that force field, they could have just held him off long enough for what's-his-name to show up. Yeah, Dr. Fate almost had him alone. So you think? Yeah, so if he had had those other guys taking a little bit of the... It it was very weird, and it was, like, very dumb. And then it didn't explain how the guy at the end, Hawkman, uses it, the helmet. It's like, how does he know how to use it? I get that the helmet gives you powers, but how would he know how to do it? And he's like, an old friend taught me this trick. It's like, what? I, I don't really understand. This doesn't make that any sense. But now that also, you've opened the door, what the fuck is? The, they introduce everybody else and explain their backstory. They never explain Hawk Guy. Why does he have wings? And are they part of a suit or is he it's, magic? It's so fucking because they never explain because why he can't be heard when he shows up. Like if you went to the theaters and watched this, I guarantee you, this is exactly what my, my wife thought when we started watching um, Multiverse of Madness. Was, oh, I must have missed a movie. Like there's nothing yeah. explaining anything here and that's exactly how i felt it was as if the mcu would have opened with marvel's the avengers and you just had to like sort of figure it out as you went along where it's just like hi oh this guy seems to have technology i guess seems like he knows what he's doing and i guess that person i don't know kicks real high i suppose i don't really know what her whole deal is and this guy uh he seems like a scientist oh he's green now like i mean it's it's all like you're finding out in media res what's going on with these characters because because he shows up. I mean, we've seen the DCU before. We've seen Superman. Batman. Well, and this is the problem, though. We, if you go back and listen to our uh, Batman vs Superman and our Justice League episodes, we talk about how it makes no sense to introduce characters without backstories and expect me to care one way or the other because, like, I don't know who they are. Why do I care if yeah. they live or die? I, especially if they have a sacrifice me sequence at the end, I really don't care. I just met them thirty minutes ago. Like yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any relationship with this person. But but uh, but 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 the idea that they show up in like this crazy jet, like it's the it's like the Avengers Quinjet, but it's like made of shifting plates of it's infinity made of material. metal, which is apparently like we're supposed to know what that means when she uh, says it. She's like, is this made of nth metal? I'm like, guys, you never explain what that is. I don't think. And it has like like screens and visors and separating cockpits that exceed and like a med deck and uh... that, that exceed like one thousand times anything we've ever seen in well, any like, of the DTEU it, movies. It's also like one of those things where like they could have been they could have done more good in the country they went to had he just left the jet and let people use it as a hospital. <laughs> Like, same, he would have made the country immeasurably better with the just woman, by doing that. The woman who brags is like, yeah, I know how to make nanobots heal anyone. I don't do that, but I could. That was so weird when they introduced <laughs> said He was like, wow, he's going to come back from a bullet wound in like two hours? And I was like, yeah. seriously? I wanted her to turn and be like, yeah, I could cure cancer. Anyway, I don't, though. I just spin fast instead. I'm going to throw that's, a bunch of pipes at a dude and mostly miss. That's that's my choice. But, like, what, what upsets me the most is this jet just flies in out of, like, the most insane fever dream in the world off screen. And we're just told, oh, Waller has this secret base under the ocean, like, super jet that yeah. is is 10,000 times the it, technology of anything stuff is, on like, Earth. in the comics, but it's, like... You have to think as a studio to be like, we can't do this because when the Marvel already starts, did the underwater prison. Like, they the beat DC, us to it. Yeah. When the DCEU starts, like, when it begins, there is, like, none of this. 
right? There's just, there's no superheroes, really. There's, apparently Dr. Fate's around, we just don't hear about him. But, like, there's just, like, there's nothing. And so when it starts, it's just, like, Superman, Batman showing up, and then all this stuff starts to amp up, and we uncover old relics or whatever. But, like, this thing is, this thing belongs in a movie, like, 4,000 years in the future. It's so high-tech. And he flies in with it. He's dressed, again, like you talked about earlier, in medieval hawk armor, which I know who Hawkman is in the comics. I read comics. I get it. But he shows but up. They never in explain ho- it, and it's like Hawk in the movie, armor. it's unclear because in the comics, is it magical? He's literally a dude with wings. Like is he it has magical? wings; they're attached to him. Hey, but but if you're an audience member, it's like, is it magical? Is That's it what I'm saying. Is they don't is explain Iron it Man. He the, he doesn't have wings. They appear to be connected to that armor. So the question is, is he just a science guy? Because he appears to be able to take, like he has superhuman strength. It seems like they he don't built ever the explain jet? where he's from. It's I, very I, I weird. It, it's 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 so disorienting but all we get is them flying in a jet with 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 uh adam smasher doing in like his best like cosplay as you said of other characters we've seen and this is where the movie (laughs) finds a new way to upset me which is that almost every 10 minutes we get not just a a similar experience that we've had in one of the movies that we've covered to ideally from the mcu but sometimes from the dcu but we get exact copies i mean oh. adam smasher is just doing ant-man like he's, he's, being... he's well yeah i mean that is his character too so i don't fault that that much but he's aloof and big we get but he's doctor he's big he, he's doing like a bad tom holland yeah. spider-man oh, oh. Awkward, goofy, big, and then Doctor Fate. Also, is Doctor... Him and that girl suddenly fall in love. It seemed like oh, they were please. trying to hint at. Please don't even get me started. Doctor Fate, you know, just doing like scenes from Doctor Strange, and I know in the world of comics, a lot of these characters tend to be really too yeah, similar. The, the, yeah, that my happens. biggest problem with Doctor Fate was like they did not want to leave him in that fucking helmet. It's like, dude, the helmet looks cool and Pierce Brosnan is old. Just leave him in the goddamn helmet. <laughs> like, so you don't have to have him, like, but more every city he walks in, he pulls it off. It's like, come on. Come up with new things. He does, what, the mirror dimension looking thing? He does multiple people thing? He well, did the, like, decoy thing? I the mean, thing he that does, got like, me that was weird was it felt like I they mean... should have used his ability to see in the f- future, like that movie Next with Nicolas Cage. Where, like, he can dodge bullets because he can see, like, 15 seconds into the future. Yeah. And it's I like, wanted, that's really I dumb. To be but like... if they did it in this movie, it would be fine. It'd be like, oh, this is interesting. He's yeah. fighting. And instead of fighting, he's just, like, dodging nonstop. I-, I wanted him to be, like, behind, like, cover and being, like, certain death, certain death. Yeah. I'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'll most die. <laughs> Uncertain death and stand up and kill somebody. Yeah, no, that would be more entertaining. And that's my, my biggest problem is that... We get carbon copy Doctor Strange powers from a character that has unlimited potential in what you can do with him. And I saw nothing new. Not a single new thing. Here's also like the main problem with it. Like there's multiple problems with this story, but the the biggest one is um, they think that this god is like, this guy is like a god. Shazam exists in the DCU and so does Superman. Why doesn't she go to one of them and say, we have to stop this guy? And also, why doesn't the wizard who gives Shazam his powers, who is the wizard who gave uh, Black Adam's son the powers? Because it's the same guy. Why doesn't he realize that the demons are going to be woken up and tell Shazam to go over there and help fight this guy? Like, it, it's one of those things, it, it's the problem with all these sort of, like, 
connected universes where they, it doesn't make sense because and marvel sort of learned somewhat they, they mess up sometimes but like ant-man the stakes are this guy's gonna make war worse and probably increase terrorism that's not gonna end the world it's not gonna be great and so it makes sense that like nobody calls captain america or iron man but like when your thing is like oh my god the world's gonna end why why wouldn't like why doesn't superman know what's going on he's fucking superman like he could hear all those people screaming and dying why wouldn't he show up and be like what's going on oh i gotta kill this guy yeah i'm superman i'm literally god is the way i've been written in these movies so why don't i just kill this guy real quick and then go home it, it's very weird and then yeah i mean the other part like you said is the real problem is i don't even care like because like like you said in the comics you know there's like green arrow is basically hawkeye uh, sure you know there's like there's like kind of one-to-ones for yeah, some people a hundred percent but I do something that. new with the concept Be, but my no my real issue is the straight ingenuity. up like lifting scenes from other movies they, yeah. they do the quicksilver scene from the x i was movie. gonna say in my notes i wrote oh a slow down quicksilver sequence pose is gonna love this uh, yeah i didn't particularly <laughs> think it was that great the first time hated it the second time definitely don't like it in an entirely different movie franchise <laughs> They play Painted Black, which is, like, also, like, okay, so you're even doing the heat, like, let's play a song that's old, for whatever reason. Uh, and he, like, does stuff in slow motion. And I was like, why, who made the, like, who saw this and was like, we should do this and didn't say, guys, this is not going to work. It's been done. People didn't particularly like it, like, a, a huge amount the second time. Like, even Marvel didn't do it when they introduced Quicksilver. There's no Quicksilver scene where he does it. There's a scene where he, like, moves really fast, but you just can't see him. Like, he's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it's odd that they would try to do this. They do this really dumb scene where he imitates Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, a film he saw for two I seconds. I cannot get And they over don't explain why. And they play the theme from Good, the Bad, and the he, Ugly. And he doesn't need a quick draw. He's not scared of guns. Like, yeah, I don't understand. The, the, the thing that's even dumber is Ugh. the people he's squaring off against, the guy just unloaded an entire magazine from an assault rifle into his chest and it did nothing. And he's like, well, I'll pull my pistol. Come on. Like, who are these fucking morons? They know he's not going to die. It's just and again, so bad. And again, these are the people who we watch attempting to shoot a child to death. And and as soon as Hawk, uh, as soon as Black Adam stops him, Hawkman's like, don't be mean to them. Well, yeah, he says, don't kill these guys. And it's like, okay, I get if you want to be like, don't kill them. That makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, whoa, why, why are you really worried about it? Like, maybe try to get civilians out of the way of these, like, bikes falling out of the sky. Or maybe, like, help them stop being killed by, like, a, a totalitarian okay. police force that, you know, has the backing of a uh, huge military. You mentioned it's very it. odd where so he draws You the mentioned line. it. So I have to talk about it because this is a great aside from just my overwhelming seething rage for this bad movie. The fuck are those bikes for? Okay, here's the thing that th this was like what are they many times that I what? was like, this is what fucking threat dumb. are they for? Well, it because... appears there is no threat in this country. The populace has just accepted their fate. There's these not even bikes, like signs up that say like these you know, fucking fuck intergang. They're just like yeah, they they own our country. We just these fucking space bikes. It totally encapsulate what makes me mad about these movies. There's no reason for these bikes to exist, right? The populace is unarmed, more or less. We don't see, like, as you said, we don't no, see none any of them uprising. have guns apparently because when the like demons rise, they don't do anything. We don't see any dissent. It is just utter, utter tyranny and utter, utter oppression. 
and utter utter you know just just completely capitulated to that that that, that situation so i guess they invented bikes that can can triple like the sonic barrier and can like hover they, in all directions they and push can, like, a button and they get like a sonic boom like it's a video game <laughs> You know, like, can, you like press the button really fast and it'll make you go faster. And they can, they can phase out of space and time to do, like, a Nightcrawler dash. Yeah, they... For, they, uh, they for what threat? What is well, but, chasing them that they would need to dash away? never makes sense is, like... But just at one point, they shoot Black Adam with a missile that has that rock in it. And he gets hurt a little. And he heals himself. I was yeah, like, oh, again, for what this threat? This will be interesting, though is the bikes will eventually, like, they'll have weapons, and that's how they'll fight Black Adam. Nope, never comes up again. They never use those things. As, and I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, but like, why Why have space bikes flying around? Everybody else is driving a bus from the, like, the 70s. The reason why these things would be mad isn't because of a logical incongruity. It's it just isn't pointless. Be- it, it, it isn't just because they're pointless. It, it explains how bad this writing is. Because the bikes were written into the movie because Black Adam's in the movie. So it's like we have to have like a technology that would be at least remotely challenging for him to go up against. So we invented something fucking stupid so we can do that, even though it would never be there. That's the whole movie encapsulated right there, because all the sequences of this movie is Black Adam drifts into a scene and then someone shoots at him, yells at him, steals a kid that he likes or something. And then he has to react and go get the kid, punch the guy who shot him like he never does anything he never chooses to go anywhere or do anything he never at no point does black adam say i am x and i I have chosen to do y the movie just writes in a plot point to punch it literally in the face it's it's the late and this is something we've talked about on this podcast a lot is there's nothing worse than a, a movie where is the events that happen occur only because the events that are happening are happening Exactly. Like, like you said, exactly. it, it's all reactive. Of, this happens, that, so I need to do X. It's not, this is going to happen, so I should do X. And that's and that those bikes a in a nutshell. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, if we just have them on, like, regular motorcycles, too easy. Flying motorcycles, still too easy. All right, how about cosmic, like, like the circle of Earth in 12-second fucking jet bikes for no reason. These well, guys use those and Will they ever come up for any real value? Yeah. <laughs> It, it's so weird. And then... Uh, yeah. Even then, but also, to harp on this a little more, even then, when I saw those bikes, I thought, that's very dumb and I don't like it. But what if that was, like, where they were going with more of the movie, right? Like, later on, like, they equipped their soldiers. You remember how, like, in um, yeah, that's Winter what I mean. Like, I, I thought for sure that was going to come up, was going right. to be that they, they realized that if they used weapons... Weaponized were... Ethereum. And I assume that was the whole point of why Intergang had moved in, was to build, like... To... And I assume that was, like, their thing. Even though they never explained it, I just made my own movie, which is they were, right. like, black market guns dealers. So they built, like, sci-fi tech using this magic rock. I was expecting... And they were you know selling how... them to people. You know, in Captain America: First Avenger, like they're using the Tesseract, and so they build like Hydra yeah, soldiers guns and stuff. Yeah, that, that have like yeah, like like ray like fucking ray guns in World War II. I was expecting that. Where we're just sort of like now we're like these armored soldiers who who have sort of like capitulated the power of like you know uh, uh, of of superheroes into weaponized tech for mortals. Something interesting like that with some villain at the top. There's nobody. Like, the, the top, top, top person we get in Intergang is this Ishmael guy who was, like, 
my dad was an evil, like in an evil king that enslaved people, and that sounded neat to me. I guess. Yeah, there, he was like, "We've." That's my it. vibe. It also felt like though, like they explain. Here's how they describe the people of Kondok, whatever we said it was. Uh, he refers to him in the eight minutes of exposition as the first self-governing people. So not to be confused with like just people living like in communism in the early days of just feeding each other. These people had created taxes. I didn't understand why they were needed. Like, why couldn't they just be the first city of man? You know what I mean? Like, it seems so weird to create a delineation. But yeah, his dad is like this evil king. And he makes this crown so he can rule the world. It's confusing why he does it, because he already rules what appears to be the known world. According to them, this is the first city in existence, right? Because if it's the right. first self-governing people, they're the first city. So what else is he trying to take over? And can he just make an army? It's very confusing. So this guy then, you know, uh, Shazam, Black Adam shows up, destroys this, kills this guy, they bury him, blah, blah, blah. This dude has then gone on. So think about it. In time since before Egypt, ancient Egypt, there has been descendants of this king. They could not find this crown, which is literally in a cave. You turn left, then right, and then go down a little bit, and it's right there. <laughs> and they never found it. I'm like, Jesus, dude, over like 12 millennium, you guys couldn't have just walked around the desert and been like, there it is, shit. I'm like, how lazy are you? This woman found it, and they never explain how she knows where it's at. But it was and, when he also, said that, he's like, we've waited for this. I was like, oh my the, god, this the is lore, so dumb. The lore that it's established is that this king and the, the fight against him and the champion were all so notable that every single person in the city knows the stories. They, yes. they have this statue that, like, dwarfs every building in the city, uh, uh, recognizing him. But, like... No one knows where, like, what would have been the biggest pyramid of, like, this well, relic but, yeah, was. It's just very, like, I mean, it's just so dumb. I, I It really bothered me. And then, like, I don't know, the, the whole plot makes, it just, everything about the plot makes zero sense. Not to mention the villain's plan, because the villain who was introduced, you know, who was given away almost immediately in the first 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's When, when they reveal before. that he's the bad guy. Yeah. I, if there was a person... If you saw this movie and you were surprised by that twist, you, he, you were not smart enough to live. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I'm a descendant of this evil king who is by all facets evil and he's documented as such, but for some reason I'm still cool with him. And I'm going to don this fucking crown right which will but i also want to like be killed i because that's how he gets the the thing that was confused so yeah his plot is he kidnaps this kid and then is going to kill him so black adam would kill him uh black adam's going to kill him no matter what and also if all he has to do is die he doesn't need any of these people he could just yeah why does black doesn't say you have to be killed it just just you have to die so just shoot yourself in the face there's plenty of ways to do that my friend i gotta don't don't, don't take the chance that he's gonna let you live he 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 forces Black Adam to murder him so that he could travel to like the hell dimension, which is confusing, by the way, because is this is this Christian hell or is it just sort of like a superhero version? Like, what is it? 
they, I don't know. That, yeah, they, they are very vague. It's about very the, confusing when like you the use origins of these people. When we use demons and hells as our enemy, you confuse me because I don't want to know if you mean in a biblical way or just in like the way people know because of the horns. I don't know. But he goes to this DC hell, which, by the way, this is DC hell. Uh, but he goes to, <laughs> he, he he goes to DC hell where they give him like the anti Shazam power, and he emerges as a character that I probably drew in the margins of my math homework when I was in middle school. A cool muscle man with a with a with a pentagram. Yeah, yeah, I like love it. Carved into his so chest. dope. It's like my first D and D character, like villain. It's just oh, it's it's so trite. It's so bad. But what is this demon's plan? I'm gonna go to this temple at the heart of the city that I already control. But now with my demon powers, I'm gonna sit on the throne and rule it as some kind of like magic king. Oh, and by the way, I have control of the dead, and I'm gonna have them no, kill that- every. No, that kill, was the thing. That so, what what he's? Gonna I'm going to have is, them kill everyone that I intend to rule. No, the idea is he's going to come back and take over the world. Now, it's not they're not going to kill everyone, but these demons are supposed to rise from the dead because then they're they like sh- they sure look the like they were going to kill everyone. They sure seem like they were going to kill everybody. Well, here's the thing that I found hilarious is that like they're like, oh my god, he owns like he he can control the demon hordes, and they come out and they're just skeletons. Yeah, and like, then they like, proceed well, to get beat by people with just like lead pipes like if a real army showed up with guns i i, I feel like there was no threat from this guy <laughs> like no we, we don't have to worry about anything these demon guys are fucking shit they were just like shamblers like in a zombie sense but like can't spread being zombies and like they yeah it was it was just and... very very because i was like i don't understand like these guys are so weak where but also again i don't understand why you want to kill the people that you're hoping to subjugate it's not really how it works i mean you either you either rule them or you murder them it can't be both my dude <laughs> um i just i i can't even begin to even get into <laughs> everything i've I, i've like lost track of the parts of this movie that made me mad and were well, I, super um, boring and milk toast and un- unimpressive. Like it is just the bottom of the bottom. When the movie started movies. and the kid starts doing this like voiceover and he starts explaining oh, the plot, I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is how we're going to get into it. And as they're like explaining that, I was like, I was like, boy, this is really long. And then they sh- like, he's trying to get the etherim or whatever it is. Yeah. And he's enslaved the entire population. And they're like mining, and he this guy finds a rock which is like the size of, I, I don't know, like a, like half of a football maybe, and it's and just he, in like loose dirt too, just, which yeah. seems like not so how he it show, works. he gives it to this guy and he's like I deserve a reward, and then they kill him, and I was like, wouldn't that make it so that these people who you're not watching at all, because he had to come find you to tell you he found this, why would they ever show you they found the rock if you're just gonna murder them, and why would you murder slaves like that's not gonna help your cause at all. And the thing that really got me, this one I was like, oh no, like when they're, he had like 10,000 people digging for rocks. And this guy finds, like I said, like a piece of ore that's like the size of an, like a big apple. And they're like, he needs it to make a crown. I was like, that's enough, that right there is enough to make a crown. <laughs> they, they can stop digging. A crown is not very, like it doesn't require a lot of metal. And then they show it and it is not a lot of they say it's 24 pounds but i was like that rock was probably five pounds so they just need to find like five or six of those 
and I imagine that's got to be fairly easy. You know what I mean? It was just so weird. I was like, this, this, and that's when I realized, I was like, oh no, the people writing this are really dumb. That like, they, nobody sat down and was like, wait, why would he need like thousands of slaves to get, uh, to make a crown? Like that's that you don't, that's not that hard. Like I, it was just, that's where I was like, oh, I think we're in some real trouble. And then when the exposition went on for another nine minutes, I was like, oh, this is going to be really bad. Like I didn't expect it to be particularly good. But I, I did expect, I don't know, something more than this. And The Rock has, like, the, I, oh. I like The Rock. I find him very charismatic. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I enjoy him even in, like, Fast and the Furious movies. I saw Hobbs yeah. and Shaw because I like him. Yeah. Uh, I well, was, like, while he was in this, I just felt like, I was like, boy, he seems like he doesn't want to be here. Like, And no, I get that meant- was supposed to be the character, but... You know what's wrong? I can tell you what's wrong. Is The Rock or someone who was directing him, I have no idea, decided that this was his moment to to get like a Terminator 2 like staple, like as if as if to like lock him into that 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 cuz that's what it is, right? It's this young kid who's got, you know, gumption and charisma and and you know, he's 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 got an enemy to fight and the Schwarzenegger shows up and he's just a killing machine with no morality and the two come to some kind of consensus in the middle. Like there's even a literally a scene in, in T2 where uh, John Con- young John Connor is like teaching him how to say like, you know, his catchphrase. Yeah. And then this guy, and then fucking the rock is doing the same thing. Black Adam is like learning catchphrases and like being told not to kill, but doing it anyway. Like, I mean, it's, it's the exact same thing. And I guess they thought they would do like a Terminator vibe where he's just like cold and calculated, but it doesn't work. It, it it just leads to the rock just sort of scowling and floating. That's the whole well, movie. The, the problem guy. is, is like you said though, is if that's what they were going for, in the movie it's the kid telling the Terminator he can't kill people. In this movie, the kid's like fucking kill us. <laughs> so yeah. it's, and it's, it's like a weird twist to be like, oh, and oh, it's a okay. random magic slash sci-fi Hawkman that we know nothing about, who's like, don't kill him. I don't have a reason why other than you shouldn't and if you don't i'll kill you <laughs> yeah that was the thing that really got me that i found like that 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 was the part that made me laugh the hardest was when at one point he's like heroes don't kill and it's like you literally came and said you were going to kill this guy if he wouldn't surrender like i don't understand like that was your that was your opening bid to this guy <laughs> like you showed up and said surrender or death and now you're like, well, heroes don't kill people. It's yeah. just, it was so bizarre. You know what's funny is Hawkman is trying to deliver real, honest, earnest, non-satirical lines. But all he's saying is, like, stuff that, like, Peacemaker would say as satire. Like, like he's basically saying, like, I love peace with all my heart. and I'll kill every yeah. man, woman, and child to get it. That is exactly the message he is delivering. But it's not a joke. And it's not supposed to be something he, like, develops on, like, throughout the movie and learns, like, that there's a greater area to, mor- uh, area to morality. No. Oh, yeah, and they, they even seem to, like, try to set up at one point, like, he uh, takes these criminals and drops them knowing that hawk guy will, or hawk man hawk, a hawk man will go save them and he's like i knew you would catch him that's why i waited and it was like i was like oh that's like an interesting twist like he's gonna and then that's just forgotten immediately <laughs> it's like oh okay so no there's no character arc for this and even at the end it seemed that his character arc was like yeah i'll still kill people if i want to fuck you and i was like boy what a weird 
there's no character growth for any character. I guess the only character that grows is Dr. Fate, and he grows into a coffin. <laughs> so, not the best. Uh, and then, I guess we should talk about, uh, did you watch the post-mid-credit scene? Yeah, holy shit, that was bad. Uh, especially since now Cavill is not even there anymore. So. Yeah, it was. It, it felt like the ending uh, to... Uh, dr morbius when <laughs> vulture's having that conversation and he's like just the way he was like oh, the world hasn't been this nervous in a while i think we should talk black adam and i was like oh don't make him say it <laughs> it was just very and it was kind of weird because i guess like the rock fought to get that scene in right and i was like oh and then i thought like while watching that it occurred to me that i was like i really like i feel like the only way i would watch another superman movie besides for this like obviously we'll watch it because we do a podcast but i i don't think if if they release another superman movie i don't know if i'd ever watch it without henry cavill because i'm like at least i'm slightly invested in henry cavill's superman i've seen him in a few movies sure yeah but it's like i really don't and it's such an odd choice to be like well we're just gonna wipe that and it's like well maybe quit making movies you know i mean like if you're gonna wipe dc eu movie canon then you gotta stop making movies you can't keep making them and have them take place in the universe you already created and then be like, no, they're going to be new movies. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't work. You have to just be like, it's over. We're especially, starting again. Especially when you when you keep ending movies with, like, a, a tease. Teasers. Yeah. A tease of what's coming. And I'm like, I don't think you know what's coming. I, I'd chill out of that a little bit. Because they keep doing it. With this, that they had Superman being like, we're going to have to come to an understanding. And then they, like, cut to, like the fucking post-apocalyptic prophecy where it's like Jared Leto's like a like now aborted like Joker persona and like fucking yeah. evil Superman who's not even being played by that same actor anymore. We saw Deadshot appear, which doesn't seem like it's going to be a thing. Like, well, it, I don't, like, the thing that gets me is it's just it's like... It's just a joke now. They're like, we're, like, we're going to reset stuff. And it's like, uh, okay, so you've just been releasing like shit movies and like trying to link them together, and now you're just like, you know what? Never mind, forget all that. And it's like I don't know why you guys think that's gonna endear people, because like right now, if you're like a DC EU fan, Apologies. you're just trying your best to, yeah. you know, I mean, you're like, I'm trying to enjoy them. I feel like them now coming out after you supported bad movie after bad movie and being like we're gonna reset everything and just pretend like those i would be like well fuck you man like i sat through your shit i tried to defend it online and now you're just like yeah it was garbage and we were idiots like you're you're shitting on your fan base because normal people don't like your fucking movies and at this point you've made so many bad ones that i don't know if most ordinary people go see dc you know what i mean like i don't know if there's like a lot of somebody just being like oh I, I guess black adam's out we could go see that you know what i mean like i feel like and you're either looking forward to it or you're never gonna watch it and black adam is a, is a core example because again like if you're a dc comic book fan the appearance of dr fate and the appearance of adam smasher was probably really exciting even though they weren't very developed and kind of had weird amounts of screen time but but you know if you're just john q public like you're what the fuck am i looking at is that james bond in a gold helmet like what's happening yeah that's the other thing is like they explained so little that i was like i i didn't even know i'll be honest i did not know who the young girl was i i because i was like she must be a newer character i i don't know who she is because i don't i've i haven't read dc comics since like 
Didn't seem to matter. My, my because... uncle's old, like, 60s Batman. You know, I just don't read DC that much. Because, again, she doesn't do anything. Yeah. Her and Adam Smasher felt like they were like, let's introduce some more characters so we can get, like, comedy relief and a love angle. And they were like, so what should we have them do during the fight scenes? And they're like, no, no, no. I told you. They're just there for jokes <laughs> and to keep looking at each other with puppy dog eyes. And they're like, so you don't want them to have any effect on the outcome of the movie? None. None at all. In none. fact, I want I want Adam Smasher to, in the final fight, just hold a rock up. And then, uh, what was her name? Cyclone? I She just disappears. We never explain where she like they show it adam spicer like catch a rock so that black adam can go fight the demon guy but they never show what cyclone's doing during that it, it, so oh. i just i'm like i guess i i watched adam spicer's just holding up that with statue. her in it and all i can remember that she did is two spins that's it that's all i saw it, she spun was, she spun at the construction site and she spun at a different at a different point when they were like in a different part of the city and then the rest of the time she was just like yeah i invented life-saving technology that i keep for myself and then end movie. Roll credits. Then yeah, then Henry Cavill is like, "Hi, I'm here to to talk to." You. Oh, I've been fired. And then and then and then run final credits. That was the movie. I'll tell you what. Poor Henry Cavill can't catch a break. But you no. know what? I'm I have high hopes for when he tries to make a Warhammer movie because that's definitely a story that'll adapt well to a film. Yeah, and certainly has and certainly has mass appeal to people outside the nerd culture. Anyway, I'm gonna go watch uh, an episode of the uh, of, of of the new Witcher stuff real quick here. Oh no, it's awful. He, oh my god, I know this is that's not based on a comic, but Jesus, I watched that Blood Origins thing. Oh my god, it was bad. It was like this. It was just so hackneyed. Like every twist, you were like, yeah, okay, uh huh, and then oh that's gonna ha- all right, cool. That that's neat. It was really bad. So yeah, in closing, I guess we'll get to our usual question would you recommend people watch black adam now that's available for streaming absolutely not i mean i cannot think of an audience for this i say that despite the fact that as i as i look up for just general audience reactions you know every comment that is people being like even though this movie got a bad review i liked it and it's like uh, uh, it, 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 it is an amalgamation of bad incorrect and now i think at this point outdated superhero movie writing it is yeah, it, it just feels very out of place. It is charismaless. It it, it relies on DC's favorite activity, which is uh, civilian uh, casualties. Yeah, it, w- w- <laughs> which is which is sort of exhausting combat, uh, uh, unclear powers, complicated heroes with complicated power sets who go down to result to just punching all the time, like and, Aquaman and, and too many like, characters. Too many characters and a third act that is just a CGI piece of garbage that wanders in out of nowhere and you just watch them punch each other, thud, 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 end movie. And there's nothing here. There's literally nothing here. And I beg you not to see it. Uh, I would say, yeah, I, I, I don't think I would. Because it was, it was very long. Like at one point I paused the movie and I was like, this has got to be close to being over. And there was an hour left. And I was like, oh, no. Like, this is not a good sign. You know, I was like, this is a bad sign. Because I honestly, at one point in the film, forgot about the crown subplot. Because they just all of a sudden bring it back up. And I was like, oh, right. I guess that I guess that was going to be the bad guy. Like, it's not just Shazam fighting or Black Adam fighting the Justice Society. 
So I wouldn't recommend it. There's actually a great, uh, I don't know if it's still on HBO since they keep removing everything, but there's actually a really good Black Adam cartoon that they did. Uh, I would recommend that. I think it's. I think it might actually just be called Superman vs. Black Adam or something like that. Uh, but it was, It was. maybe it's Shazam versus Black Adam. Any Black Adam's in the title, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but check that one out. That, that's, that's a way more enjoyable uh, story and a much better take on the character. Um, so I guess in a way, maybe... Maybe they just didn't care because they know they're going to try to reset the universe. But it just seems odd to have spent so much money. It, and I'll be honest, too. It was an odd choice to pick Black Adam as, like, a sort of heroist character. Because, like, the whole point of, you know, he's, like, what happens when Shazam turns bad. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like the By the, the way, of a Black franchise Adam. that you have a sequel coming out with soon. Yeah, so it's, it's very confusing. Because I was like, it's oh, this is just very weird. So yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend watching it. Um, so I guess that's it. Uh, yeah, don't don't do anti Superman until you've nailed Superman, which I'll, I'll repeat, you have not. And I don't think you're ever going to. So let's just <laughs> give it up. <laughs>